This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Sheer Isolation. I am John Ponting in Cricklade and Kieran Moore is in Trowbridge. Good evening or good morning to you, Kieran, depending on when you are listening to this podcast. I've already made this sound very awkward. Hello, Kieran. <laughs> I've just woke up, John, mate. I told you, not before 6am and yet here we are. <laughs> So the purpose of uh, Sheer Isolation is to highlight and promote the local music and art scene. And over the next half hour, we will be playing a couple of tunes and having a chat to a guest, um, a, a screen printing and merchandise expert this week, Karen. Another angle we haven't really thought about, but every band needs merch. Every band needs merch. Um, the reason we picked Nathan is because he's local and he's been in the scene a long time and he's a mate and it's all about prioritising the people that are on our doorstep doing great stuff. But he's been in loads of pop punk bands and punk bands in the Swindon area for a very long time. Um, so he was an obvious choice, really, when I put my mind to it. OK, um, I like to ask this question every week. Karen, what have you been up to in the last week? Have you done anything exciting? Any gigs? Yeah, we had a gig. We had a gig on Friday night. So it was a work social. So it was a meet up between all the studio artists, all the regular hires, all the staff. Um, they all come together. There's loads of us. We went down to the Lamb in Trowbridge. And uh, as we were all congregating, I got a couple of musicians to come and play. Um, so we had a few beers, had a little bit to eat. But then we did a gig and it was absolutely lovely. And I think a few of us made it to midnight. And then whoever was left, we then walked back home through Trowbridge, dropping everybody off house by house until I was the last one standing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did something very similar last night. So um, my feet are at absolute agony, which suggests I had a good weekend. So Saturday, it was uh, Malmesbury Carnival, where an old-fashioned procession that goes around town. Everyone dresses up in, in whatever theme they've chosen. We raised three grand for local good causes, so that was well worth doing. And uh, the fact Very I was wearing well in heels that, you know, three grand for charity was worth giving myself blisters on my little toes for wearing some heels, which I haven't worn for a couple of years. And then the day after, on, on the Sunday, it was the, well, all, all weekend, it's been the Bristol Forwards Festival, a new festival at Clifton. And nice. uh, as, as you are at festivals, you do a lot of walking. And there's no parking on the site. So I parked about a half hour from the site because I didn't know where, where exactly the site was. And it was around somewhere near Clifton. So, yeah, plenty of steps, plenty of steps and some really good music as well. Um, you want to pick a tune? Well, you yes, have a tune. we pick a tune. So this week I've gone with an old tune, but it's by bands that are due to play in Trowbridge. And, and it's really fascinating, right? So I get a lot of requests from people to book uh, comedy acts or comedy musical comedy bands i'll book so-and-so book so-and-so and you know i've booked them and it's been they've been okay and i think well, okay there's a demand for this i'll book similar acts and we put on um the bar steward sons of valdunican um uh, earlier this year and he sold really well but he only sold to people that were outside of trowbridge and are already fans of him so nobody in trowbridge took the plunge really to go watch this new act so I've done it again. I've booked another band that should be on people's radars. They're already doing all the major festivals, doing like, um, you know, what's the one? What's the Levelist Festival? Beautiful Days. You know, they're doing all those kind of things, but they're called Sweet Chunks. Now, this is a track that's racked up the views. It's got 20,000 views uh, on YouTube, which I think is no mean feat for a small band. And this is a track called Bees. And it's a silly song about bees. All it needs to be. And now a presentation on bees and other such one. Bees are awesome. Bees, they transport pollen. Bees, there are millions of them. 
pollinators of all these plant and fruit types. Carruthers, the list. The blueberry, the strawberry, the cranberry, the boysenby, the red seed, the broccoli, the blacker bean, the blacker bean, the cauliflower, sunflower, Brazil nut, and the watermelon. is called bees it is by sweet chunks uh, are they touring are they with they you? are they are touring and they're stopping off in trowbridge but i think they're playing elsewhere in wiltshire i think they're doing um uh, salisbury winchester gate which is always a good sign because i think uh, what rob does over in winchester gate is brilliant um we should get him on for the for, for a chat because he's done he's done a great job and there's been some really interesting he's got some really good bands playing there so he's really upped his game so fair play to him cool yeah thank you for that one kieran i do like a silly track cool Bees! Yeah. Time for product placement, if you got any. Uh, I don't, actually. Not today. Oh, actually, I do! Oh, my God! And it's up here. Wait, one. Wow. I've got a very annoying hair somewhere, and I can't find it on my face somewhere. Where is this annoying hair? There it is. Back to you, Kerry. So, I like to trawl Discogs, which I'm sure you do, too. Um, It's a really great website to tell you the release date, sounds personnel and all the rest of it of all your favorite songs you've ever liked and i was on discogs the other day just trawling through pixies and the single here comes your man is a classic song and the single came up on discogs and it was one pounds 32 or something and i thought i can afford one pound 32 so i just slapped a couple of quid on it and it turned up in the post and this is an original 1989 single by the pixies it's got the original 4ad artwork the whole thing's brilliant i can't believe i picked it up but it's the original version of Pixies. Here comes your man. EP, CD, EP, four tracks. Boom. There you go. So that's my product. Discogs is a gold mine. Go pick yourself. Go and go and complete your collection on Discogs. Sounds like you got an absolute bargain there. Well done. Yeah, it's an absolute classic song. Real classic song. One pound thirty or something it cost me. One pound thirty-two. Sweet. Nineteen eighty-nine, John. <laughs> all right. And there's a track right. on it I've you... never heard as well. So you look so happy. I, 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 I kind of want to just record your reaction while you're listening to the track now, but that's a whole other area of YouTube, isn't it? 
It is. Yeah, it's reaction videos. Yeah, let's let's not get into that. Let's talk to our guest this week instead, who is um, from Heartmore Merch, a uh, merchandise company. And uh, we're talking to the boss there, Nathan Gregory. So, um, Karen, who is Nathan and, and what, what is Heartmore Merch? Heartmore Merch is uh, a screen printer uh, that's formerly called Heartmore Press, I believe. Um, which I think was his clothing brand that he alluded to earlier, uh, later in the interview. But he was a musician I met through the scene. So obviously I was a promoter, to put on a lot of pop punk bands in Swindon, bands like Narwhals and Milk Teeth and Verses and Decade. And then his bands, which I think were called um, something, ah, uh, oh, Ghosts, 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 With Ghosts, so-called With Ghosts. Um, and they were really good. He, I think, you know, they never kicked on like he wanted to. And he was already dabbling in the uh, merch department. And he had friends in bands like Decade who just moved on to be much bigger bands. And so I think he just he just did the merch. But yeah, that's how I met him. Um, he's a super guy. He employed my son, which he doesn't go into in the interview. Um, and he sacked my son, which he also doesn't mention in the interview. Oh, fairly so, by the way. Absolutely fairly so. There's no there's no bad blood between us at all. But yeah, really super guy. Um, and I just thought, let's get him on chat about T-shirts. I run a merchandise company, um, predominantly band merchandise, but obviously we do kind of businesses, um, clothing brands and stuff like that. Our main kind of daily activity is screen printing, um, but we also kind of provide embroidery and any items that a band or a brand might need. Um, we source it for them if we can't do it ourselves. I get the impression, Nathan, that your your company just deals with absolutely anybody. So you you don't just focus on rock bands or indie bands or bands in general. It could you could be doing work for absolutely any company that that needs some kind of logo printed on something. Yeah, I mean, where I came from and where the business came from, we are geared up in some niches more than others. Um, bands being one of them, and then within that, more pop punk bands. Um, essentially, yeah, we do metal bands and businesses and think yeah things that are completely unrelated to music as well what um, i want to know is nave what i want to know mm-hmm. is is how did you go from thinking oh i want to do screen printing that's a really good idea i love this to taking it seriously and being a full-time screen printer what what was the what was the breakthrough what made that happen um i think it's kind of like like any business really um or any career even if the amount of time that you're in in the game it just kind of snowballs and i think what we found is that when you get one big band, you can then easily get another. And then the kind of, the more you have, the easier it is to kind of keep knocking on doors and having it answered rather than slammed in your face, I guess. So um, who was your first band? Who was the first big band? Um, I'd say our first big, big band was probably Our Last Night. They're kind of a metally pop band. band. They do a lot of covers on YouTube and stuff that get okay. quite a lot of plays. And that, that was probably our our turning point when we got them then it was kind of easier for us to get other bands i've noticed recently that you've done the stand atlantic merch so at what point did you go international um so yeah our last night are american and i'd say kind of 90 percent of our big bands are international um that's interesting yeah, so they think, obviously they, they don't bring their merch into the country because that's expensive you've got to pay taxes well, or whatever you, so yeah, you land that, here you print it yeah, obviously that kind of used to be what they all used to do. So they would ship it over. We would basically, our kind of marketing point was that it's cheaper to get it done here. Um, yeah, sure. And it just saves a lot, especially now, obviously with Brexit, it's even just taking stuff over into France is 
almost as difficult as America now. So yeah, that's kind of been in terms of getting bigger bands. There wasn't really many people that had connections in England, and they were literally just sending it over, um, printing in America, shipping it over, and spending a lot of money in the in the process. So, so. How, how do these bands pick up the merch? Do they literally drive to devices, like are they land in Bristol or whatever? They or they Heathrow, they drive to devices, pick up the merch, and then go on tour. Yeah, well, we're not in devices anymore. <laughs> Um, ah, okay. Yeah. Where, where are you based now? Um, so we're kind of near Swindon, I guess, would be the n- next biggest town. So they're, but, uh, they're just on the M4. They literally just drive down, drop in yeah, on you on route. The driver will pick up the van, then right. come to us, then pick them up from the airport. Right. Or in most cases, like later this week, we've got um, a tour starting in Birmingham at the O2. And we, we're literally, we've got a lorry <laughs> coming to pick up. Wow. Yeah, four pallets of merch. Wow. And they'll take it straight down there. So it's kind of, yeah, if the logistics work out that they can come on the way to the first show or the, the driver can, then that's so what they tend to do. Four pallets of merch? Which band is big enough to require four pallets of merch? Uh, a few. Um, this He's been is, very um, cagey about names, isn't he? <laughs> no, they, come on, name them. <laughs> uh, you, you wouldn't actually probably know this guy. He's, um, he's a rapper kind oh, of okay. rapper guy from america he's called amine um, no i don't know him <laughs> but yeah it's a big old tour so yes nearly a month long um, oh, okay i think i already know the the answer to this but what happens if an artist orders or has too much merch i guess it's not your problem if, if they kind of overbought you don't take anything yeah i mean that was a kind of another selling point that we had when we were going after the american and australian bands because essentially you're never going to kind of get it bang on. You're either going to sell out early or you're going to have stock left. That's kind of a given. So kind of another USP that we had was that after the tour's finished, we collect or you drop off the stock that's left and then we get it online. So we've got a bunch of um, stores running mainly for the the US and the Australian bands just, just so we can mainly shift what sold out and then obviously we can put standalone new items and stuff on there to keep it kind of rolling fresh oh. so so you've got quite a big kind of aftercare support package that you, that you offer which i guess a lot of merch companies yeah because i did have a clothing brand when i was younger so i kind of know the know how to kind of set it up and kind of the fulfillment side is fairly straightforward so it just makes more sense than spending hundreds of pounds shipping it back to america what, so, what, um, what's the weirdest object that you've been asked to put merch on there's a well, machine gun kelly he did a range of uh lady toys uh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do that that was that was us only and that was a i think a valentine's drop um he did Amazing. a few things like that but yeah we didn't we didn't produce any of that, unfortunately, but um, I think... Well, to be fair, I mean, Lily Allen's done that as well. So. Has she? Well, that makes more sense, I guess. But... Yeah, <laughs> that does make more sense. Than, yeah. yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, yeah, true. Oh, I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> You're right. right. So um, how many people do you work for you or work with you? Is this How, how big is this setup? So I guess the main, the main important employee is the machine. Um, uh... So I think in 2017, I bought an automatic machine, Kind of has capacity to run about 500 t-shirts um an hour wow but that's to, huge yeah but to do that obviously you need hands on deck 
because essentially, although it does the actual printing, you've still got to get the t-shirts on and you've got to get the t-shirts off yeah. and kind of the setups in between. So that was kind of the game changer that kind of allowed us. I mean, I was working kind of 12 hour days at the start and oh. yeah, not getting a lot done. <laughs> and then you buy this machine and then all, all of a sudden you can kind of do whatever you want. Do the orders but, typically tend to be like one color, monocolor, or do you, are you get are they people favoring more elaborate styles these days? I think when I first started, it was I think white on black was very popular, and that's yeah. kind of all we were doing. But kind of I, I don't know if it has more to do with our capacity now, but we are getting a lot more like full color prints, and that, I'd say yeah, we do as many kind of six color prints and four color prints as we do one color prints now, which is obviously obviously good because that's kind of where the money is essentially you get paid yeah, of course per per color and per print so 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 for, yeah. for a band who's um maybe a, a new band or a young band and they're just starting to think about getting merch how easy is it for, for somebody who's never done this before do they need to come up with the design and send send it to you on email and that's it yeah i mean um as long as they've got a high-res design um obviously if they they don't even have that then we can obviously advise a freelancer um we know plenty that can can make a design for a specific genre style we've got guys that kind of work like do the metal kind of thing and then ones that do like real simple stuff um so it just depends what they're after but essentially yeah if they've got design we can print it really it's, it's a controversial question but the last time i bought some merch off somebody i ended up paying 20 pound for a tote bag so is it really that expensive to make merch um i mean it's a hell of a lot lot more expensive now than it was two years ago i'll tell you that oh yeah um essentially we work with people that sell hoodies for 80 100 pound so i I can't say too much um but essentially essentially business is business isn't it um but yeah i mean I, I, when you buy official merch it's always more expensive um and obviously yeah. the more popular you are the more you more demand you can uh, ask from your fans and i think that's fair enough i yeah. mean i was never that popular i could never spend more than charge more than like no more than 10 quid so you know that, yeah. that was pushing it i think it's also fair fair to say that most artists make their money from their merch so so the ticket sales for oh, the yeah. game, they pretty much break even or it goes to the promoters and all that and the actual merch money is is what goes to the bands yeah it's definitely definitely important for bands to make some money there but yeah i think even in the last few years i think the kind of average selling price maybe for a t-shirt has gone from like 15 pounds to 25 and essentially if i look at kind of what i was spending for maybe a, a five liter pot of ink when i started 10 years ago it's probably about double now really so and it's a t-shirt similarly, yeah even like a gilded t-shirt is coming up on double what it was really 10 years ago yeah so what are your minimum orders what do you you know you must have a minimum order to make it worth your while what do you yeah. say to people or is that can you do shorter runs as long as but it's more expensive um so yeah it is kind of price dependent we for a screen print the very minimum we do is 10 and that would be a one color one position thing yeah um if they wanted anything less than that we'd advise using a different print method like a digital print or a transfer or a vinyl depending on kind of this is normally kind of businesses and events that kind of just want a couple for staff or stuff like that and we'd we'd normally pile them on to someone else or help them out if we can well uh, let's give you a website a plug as well before we go oh yeah tell us how we how do people get in touch with you and learn more about screen printing 
So yeah, we've got websites, heartmoremerchandise.co.uk. We obviously have Instagram and stuff like that. We're not too too sad. Well, yeah, we're not too savvy on the the old socials just because we don't have time. <laughs> but um, yeah, we yeah. probably we, we post a bit on Instagram. So there's sometimes there's kind of stories of um, the process and the the machine spinning and stuff like that. And then essentially on our our grid, it's just kind of finished products. Right. We every week we invite somebody or the guest to pick a song, and I said to you, pick something that relates to what you've been doing recently. What have you chosen for us? So yeah, I've gone for an obscure one, I guess, to most people. One of our clients is he. Well, he he was more of a rapper than he was now. Yeah, essentially, he was just kind of a, a SoundCloud rapper, you know, face tattoos, that kind of vibe. Yeah. But he's just done a song with Newfound Glory, which oh, okay. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, so I've picked that one just because it's probably the the song that I'm spinning the most at the moment and thought it was quite cool that they did a song with Newfound Glory. So who is it and what's the song called? Uh, it's Black Bear, Nothing Matters. Nothing matters tonight Hold me close, tell me lies You used to get me high Now I'm staring at the same four walls And it feels like nothing matters
this mad. Nothing matters tonight. Hold me close, tell me lies. You used to get me high. Now I'm staring at the same four walls, and I'm feeling nothing matters tonight. I never told you goodbye. You used to get me high. Now I'm staring at the same four walls, and it feels like nothing matters. We have just played Nathan's choice there, our guest. It's uh, Black Bear, and the track is Nothing Matters. I find that really interesting interview there, Kim, because it's another angle that we haven't really looked at on Sure Isolation, just talking to someone who makes the stuff that we're all buying at gigs. And I forgot to ask him, does he ever go to the gigs of the band? So, like, does he get guest lists? Can he go, like, nip up to Birmingham and watch this rapper? Can he sort of get AAA access and hang out with them backstage? You know, I don't know. But, it, I, you know, I totally would be playing that angle if I could. Of course you would. <laughs> Yeah, rightly so. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> we got any news this week, Kieran? No news, no news, no news. We're, we're getting towards the end of festival season, aren't we? We're in that lull now where the festivals are just ending. Um, before, yeah. like, the, the mad Christmas rush begins, which doesn't really affect us at a local angle. No, that's right. I mean, I was chatting to my poster printer earlier today, and he was saying that the orders come in now, so things kick off now. So, like Nathan was saying then about how you know the um, in the interview how like the end of COVID and things are picking up again now. So, what we're about to go back into is touring season. So he'll he'll have his orders now in prep for the next couple of weeks. So I think now is quite a busy time, but not a lot of activity necessarily on the road so yeah it's a bit of a weird time you know kids have gone back to school colleges unis so um there's just a change of flux i think happening right now two weeks and it'll all be sorted <laughs> in that case i've just got a few gigs uh, to talk about I, d- I did say it's kind of towards the end of festival season i've just picked up on a couple of things that are happening uh, later this month you've got the tokyo world event which is happening in bristol at eastville park that's 17th of september um you've got music like faithless and buster rhymes and above and beyond Probably not the thing I'm going to go to, but no. each to their own. Yep. Uh, you've also got over in Farringdon, the Great Barn Festival, uh, 16th to 18th. That's kind of a mix nice. of arts, theatre and music. That's probably going to be more family friendly. I'm not sure who's playing on the lineup, but uh, you've, you've got two very, very much extremes there coming up on the 17th, 18th of, of September. Very cool. You can either go um, and, and hang out with some community art people or go and listen to Buster Rhymes, one of the two. Well, this Saturday, John, at the Town Hall in Trowbridge, we've got a very nearly sold out car sick. So this is going to be the gig that that they absolutely slay in Trowbridge. And I'm so excited. I hopefully when this is over, I can just relax. <laughs> you never relax. You will just go on to the next big thing. I'll go on to the next thing. That is true. The, the next thing. You're always chasing that next one. Cool. Uh, thank you for that, Kieran. Uh, if anyone wants Absolutely. to get in touch with us, shareisolation at gmail.com or you can find previous shows at shareisolation.co.uk or Spotify or your streaming service of choice. That's us done for another week, Kieran. Thank you for joining me. Always a pleasure. What are you cooking for tea this evening? Meatballs. Lovely. Yeah. So there you go. I'm going to be doing that immediately. Okay. Will you have fun with your meatballs? I'll have fun with them. Cool. (laughs) Cheers for that, Kieran. Thanks. We'll be back same time next week. Bye-bye. Bye.